The Arab Media Forum brings together the prominent media professionals and outlets from the region to Dubai in an annual event to share, learn and discuss the important issues of the day. This year, the 18th edition was held at the end of March over two days at Dubai World Trade Center. We recorded a series of podcast interviews with international guests. What follows are excerpts from those conversations. Welcome to Dubai Works, a business podcast about the innovators, the products, the services, and trending topics. Loving Dubai's take on the business stories that matter. My name is Richard Fitzgerald. I'm the founder of Augustus Media, publishers of Loving Dubai, Loving Saudi, and Smashy TV. Each week, we'll be interviewing the dynamic business leaders of Dubai. Dr. Fawaz George is Professor of International Business Relations at the London School of Economics and Political Science. He spoke to us about how economic changes in the Middle East have transformed the media landscape. Dr. Fawaz, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for joining us. My pleasure. We're at the Arab Media Forum and it's been exciting two days here in Dubai. What's your experience of the event been? Well, I mean, this is not the first time that I participate in the Arab Media Forum. I think for me as an academic, this is a very, very important experience. It allows me as an academic who basically dabbles in the world media to really put my finger on the pulse of the Arab media. What's happening? What are the major trends? How are the media, uh, uh, Arab media uh, cover the world? Uh, the relationship between media and politics? Um, and, of course, my interactions with Arab journalists really enriches my understanding and my knowledge of the international relations which I teach at the London School of Economics. We then spoke to Amjad Taha, a political analyst and author of The Deception of the Arab Spring and Head of Research and Studies at the British Middle East Centre. Um, the Arab Spring obviously you know, came about uh, from, uh, from the masses, from the public. It was on social media, it was kind of a, an uprising in certain countries. Uh, and you, you alluded to how the leadership here in the UAE has uh, shown a different path and a different direction. Uh, you mentioned the, the future and obviously Dubai is hosting Expo 2020 with the tagline of Connecting Minds. Uh, how, how important do you think leadership and visions like that are uh, for, uh, for the future of the region? It's really important and it's good that you mentioned that. Look, if we look at this, the Arab Media Forum, it has a different vision. Look who's running this. It's a female who's running that. It's mm. a woman who's running this. Now we're talking about here, mm. Mona Al-Muri, who is the president of the Dubai's Press Club and a chairperson of the AMF organizing this event itself. Now, a female is running this forum, which means that this is the revolution the Arab world wanted. More rights for a female, more uh, participant. Yeah. And that's what they are having. They are <laughs> she's participating, she's not just participating, she's organizing and she's managing the the um, the influence of the future and the change of the future for the Arab media. Yeah. She's participating in a, in a in a large scape here we're talking about. And um, of course the, if we're gonna talk about the leadership um, I think uh, the leadership, our leadership around the Arab world or, or in general in the world, we need a humble leadership such as the um, 
His Highness Sheikh Mohammed bin Rashid Al Maktoum, the Vice President and the Prime Minister of the UAE and the ruler of Dubai. Look how humble this guy is. Yesterday he wrote a he um, wrote on, on a book of his that he gave to me. He said, "Brother Amjad, this is a book of mine that you may read, and it may help you out in the future." Very Now, nice. when 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 His Highness says brother to the person who is just an author or analyst or someone says a brother that's a quite humble person in this is kind of people this is the kind of language that we need to uh, to speak into or speak with uh, with our future generation one of the more prominent guests fabrice fries chairman and ceo of afp agence france presse spoke to us about the role of news agencies and the importance of the new copyright regulation in the EU. Uh, how has your industry uh, faced the disruption of digital media and has there been uh, more social media journalism and uh, have other people tried to provide different services and different sorts of assets uh, that may be a challenge to AFP? Yes, the emergence of social media has obviously changed a lot the way news agencies uh, were perceived by clients and worked because uh, news agencies used to be the gatekeeper of information. We most often were the first to, to break news. This is no, obviously no longer the case. Uh, most often uh, uh, news is broken by a, a tweet feed or a Facebook post. So we adapt to that. Uh, we, ha we are integrating social media in our production. Tini Sevak, Vice President, Audiences and Data at CNN, focused on the role that data plays from a commercial point of view. What are CNN's plans for Dubai and uh, in, in the way that it's telling media news in the future? Are you building out the team? Do you have any exciting plans in the future? I think Dubai has always been um, a, it's a rich city for us. We do a lot of work from a commercial side here, um, so I can't speak to the editorial um, side but from a commercial piece, a lot of our clients are based here. Um, Dubai is part of that business community, that international sort of conversation when it comes to whether it's a global economy or travel. Um, so as CNN, from a commercial perspective, it is continuing to be part of that to help communicate sort of not just the richness of what Dubai is. It's not a stopover city, but actually how do we highlight the arts and culture? How do we highlight the city of innovation that it is? How do we highlight all of that and help tell the Dubai story within the international community. Finally, we spoke to Daniel Funk, the fact-checking reporter at the Pointer Institute. Going back to kind of the economics of media, this week there was a big announcement with Apple News Plus and, uh, you know, you talked about people paying for news and information. Do you think that that's a positive sign uh, for journalism? Uh, And uh, or what, what do you kind of think of that? Yeah, I think any time, um, especially when platforms make it easier for users to pay for news, that's good, right? So I think having readers pay for news is good. Um, if more readers want to pay for news, that's also good. It shows that the, what we do matters, um, which we all know, but it needs to matter to our audience. Um, and that just takes it all the way back to history, right? So back in the day, people had to read their local media outlets. They had no choice. Now they do have a choice, and we have to make this appeal to people why they should be reading us and not just reading things on their Instagram feed that aren't from trusted news sources. Um, so I do think like 
making people pay for news is a net good. Um, there are problems there, right? So like some like lower income audiences can't afford to pay for news, but they still deserve it and sometimes need it more than others. So we have to figure out ways to make it equitable. But I think like overall, it's a net good when people are paying for news. And I think it's on um, big tech platforms like Facebook, Apple, Google, whatever, whichever one you're talking about to make it easier for people to pay for that content. Brilliant. Well, thanks a lot for your time, Daniel. Best of luck with your talk later and hopefully see you around. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. This is fun. Great. Thank you.